Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. You're listening to Intercourse Interviews. Hi guys, thank you for joining me again here on Intercourse Interviews. This is Goody. And today I have the ex, the most recent ex. So, hi ex. What's going on? How are you? Another day in paradise. That was corny. Hey, that's how I talk. I'm sorry. That's not how you talk. That is how I talk. No, it is not. Anyway. Maybe that's why you're the ex, because... <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, ex? I mean, I'm just a normal working guy, you know? Nothing really special. Ride motorcycles. Really in shape. Pretty laid back. Chill. Nice looking, if I say so myself. You but, are uh, okay. I'm, I think I'm pretty. I think I'm. I, I'm like an eight or a nine. I think. What what number did I tell you you were? You said I was a four and a six with a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, I stand by that. That's fine. You know, I might not be everybody's uh, cup of tea, but I'm pretty sure I'm everybody's shot of Hennessy. So uh, I'm all right. Okay. So you're my. How long were we together? Uh, roughly about a year. I mean, we weren't really together for a year. I want to say it's probably about seven months. We was messing around for about a year. We dated for what two? Mm-hmm. So yeah, dated for two. Actually, in a relationship for like seven, and then we I messed really around. I don't even think it lasted that long. It did. No, it because did because we made it official in February in of twenty. And we broke up in September. That's seven months. Oh. Well, it seemed like it was much shorter than that because uh, it was yeah. so <laughs> tumultuous. It was it was rough. That's it was definitely rough. I think that's nicely. a good it's a good adjective for our relationship. Rough. Hashtag rough. Okay. How do we meet? Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Met on Tinder. Met on Tinder. Um, actually, nah. For real. For real. I mean, we met on plenty of fish. But we were uh, we were talking, chopping up on there. I like shot you my number, and the way it ended, I was like, I knew she wasn't gonna hit me up. So we actually matched on Tinder, and I was like, second chance, right? And uh, I messaged you first on Tinder. Yeah, you was talking about um, CrossFit. CrossFit, and you're like, what box do you go to? And I had no idea what the hell you meant by a box. Um, but yeah, we chopped it up on there, and I ended up we ended up going on a date. And, and I thought you were an asshole, and I was like, I'm never gonna go out with him again. Exactly, um, which was like the polar opposite of what I thought, because I thought I was smooth. Um, but yeah, we ended up going out on the second date to we went bowling, mm-hmm. and we met the the I think it was a couple, and like you surprised me. We had said like they were asking, "How'd you guys meet?" And you just came out with it, like, "Oh, I met him on Tinder," and I was like, "You just came out with it." And they were kind of surprised, but they was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's not that bad. Like, you know, I know a couple of people that met people on Tinder and they're in a happy relationship, so forth and so on. So, yeah. And here we are today. What was your first impression of me? Uh, Like in person or like? Yeah. So in person, uh, like you came in, I still remember what you were wearing. I still remember what you was wearing. You were wearing like a... A skirt with some leggings, some boots. You had on a scarf, obviously a jacket because it was fall. And you had on like a... This is... That's not... I didn't have on leggings on our first date. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Yes, you did. No, I had on a dress. You had on a dress and there was leggings underneath your dress. I had on fishnets. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Okay, whatever. But, um, yeah. So, you know, I thought like you were just intriguing. You know, I thought that, you know, um, just based on appearances, you know, you were somebody that I like to get to know. You were interesting. Um, and then throughout the date, like, because I remember I had a whole bunch of food and I finished my plate. And you're like, if you finish this plate, like, I will stand up on this chair and clap for you. And you stood up in the middle of the restaurant and were clapping on the booth, though. Mm-hmm. And I, the guy sitting next to him was like, I don't know what the hell you did, buddy. But uh, congratulations, because I've never seen that before. And uh, yeah. At that point, I was like, you know, second date is probably in consideration. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't, uh, wasn't going to get one. 
until you was bored, apparently. So Yeah. Just lucked up. It'd be like that. It's, sometimes it's better to be lucky than talented. Okay. How many days did we go on before we smashed? It was like our second or third date, and we were already talking about sex. You had shown me, like, videos you playing with yourself. And, like, I remember I had fingered you, like, in your car or something like that. Like, we were, like, making out, like, I was fingering you in the car. And you were just like, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't remember yet. saying that, but yeah, okay. You were just like, that's it. We're not going to do anything. Like, you were, you were jacking me off and... I'm thinking, because you live right around the corner, I'm thinking we're going to go back in, you know, smash. And he's like, no, not yet. And I think that was like our fourth date. And then we ended up going out the next night. And same thing pretty much happened. We went out, had some drinks, conversation as usual, and we ended up smashing. And and it was mediocre at best. To you, I think I put my best foot forward or like a 75% effort. That is um, a C. But the thing, so what? C's get degrees, homie. But the thing I'm is, saying. though. So you had, and we talked about this. You told me that, like, wouldn't you want to put your best foot forward, like, initially? Well, one, I don't know what you into. You know what I'm saying? It's tough for somebody to put their best foot forward initially when you don't really know the person's sexual desires like that. Like, I don't know whether you into the kink or whether you into this or that or whatever the case may be to get you off. So for you to say, like, you want to put your best foot forward, yeah, that might be it. But you don't know what gets that person off like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, five dates is a decent amount of dates for you to get to know somebody. But you, let's be honest, like talking about sex up front sometimes is taboo for people. When you talk about it too soon, people automatically think you want to smash. You talk about it too late, people think you're lame. So you got to find the right time and how much you can push the note to, to figure out somebody's desires. And a lot of times that comes later. So, yeah, you can't really base sex on the first smash. Sometimes you hit it on the head and sometimes you don't. But as you go along, you figure things out and it gets better. But that was not our experience. Our experience was like the first time was mediocre, like I said, at best. And the second time was like... Yeah, second time was bad. I I, I admit that shit. Yeah. That shit was... I was and then yeah. the third time was not much better. And that's when I told you, like, um, your stroke is non-existent. Yeah, and then I fucked the shit out of you. So why was it necessary for me to tell you that your sex was shitty, like super shitty, for you to figure out that you need to fuck me better? So a lot of people put it, sex is like being physical. You know what I'm saying? Like we've had this conversation before. Sex is a lot of a, a, a mental game as well. You know what I'm saying? And somebody like me, when it came, because I played sports growing up, right? The way that I used to do well in sports, because I was always smaller than everybody. Um, I wasn't as fast. I wasn't as strong, so forth and so on. But when somebody told me I couldn't do something, I went out there and did the shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't score on this person. I go out there and light his ass up. You can't hit a home run. I go out there and hit the fucking home run. You know what I'm saying? You can't check this person. Whatever the case may be, I needed that type of motivation. For you to come out and say that my stroke game was non-existent, I think that's the first time I like picked you up and was fucking you in the air and type shit. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, but yeah, sometimes people <laughs> need that extra motivation. Like, oh, you think you think it's a game? <laughs> you, you think you think shit's sweet over here? So, yeah. And our sex got progressively better. Yeah, because like I said, I got to know what you were into, what you liked. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't. It wasn't a, a taboo conversation. It was more of us getting to know each other. You know. In that manner, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, what was the freakiest thing we ever done? Like, ever? Um, yeah. I think one time, one time for me was, uh, we were 69 and I picked you up. And, like, you were upside down sucking my dick and I was eating you out while you while I was standing up holding you. Yeah, my foot almost got caught in a in the fan. fan. Yeah, you got to be athletic sexually. Um, that was not an athletic move. Uh, but yeah, like we were standing up and sixty nine, and I had you like upside down. You were sucking my dick upside down. I was eating you out while you were. Yeah, it was fun. That yeah, I think that was cool. Proud of myself. Pat myself on the back later that night. But yeah. Mm. Do we practice safe sex? Initially, I mean, as safe as you can be, I guess. You know, we we were in a relationship. You was on birth control, even though you disregarded your alarm a lot. But you did. No, I did not. 
So I remember plenty of times where your alarm or your phone would go off and you take your birth control and your birth control would be like downstairs or something like that. And you just, well, I'll get it later. And then later just never came until the next day. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong? First off, birth control is hard to manage. I'm not saying it's not. But you asked me if we practice safe sex. And I was like, well, as safe as you can be, I guess. I mean, but I want to say, what was it? We had probably talked for, it was about six months. Like we were talking and actually being sexual for four or five out of those six months or something like that. Because we did the five dates. And then we had stopped talking for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking again in February and in April. That's when you told me, like, hey, you know. And I'm like, okay. Um, and yeah, we haven't smashed smashing robber since then. No, not anymore. But okay, I'm sorry, I'll clear that up for you for yeah. your fans. What's <laughs> 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 uh the best sex that we've ever had? The best sex we ever had? Yeah, to me it was like. When we was broken up, honestly, like I feel like, <laughs> like when we was broken up, cause, um, yeah, it was one time the time when we was having sex, and I don't know why, cause this was like just real freaky for me, right? When I was sweating and you opened your mouth to catch my sweat, and I was like, "Ooh, she nasty," right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, was, no, I remember your face. You was just like your eyes got all wide. Like you was like, uh, you, like he said this during the sex. You guys, he looked at me and said, "Ooh, you nasty." You know, yeah, you got put double on. That. I was like, "You nasty, nasty." Um, but yeah, like I didn't know what was going on. Like you know, usually like you know when we have sex, I get hot. You know, I'd be sweating and stuff like that. And you say it's a turn on, but I don't like sweating on you. You know what I'm saying? I don't like dripping all on you or something like that because I feel like you know that's it's sex but yeah I don't want you to feel like nasty right and you always talking like nah it's cool I think you look sexy when we fucking yada 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 but it was different like we was fucking and you I'm sweating on you first you like wipe my sweat away and then you just opened your mouth like fuck it like come on nigga and I was like my word <laughs> oh my word <laughs> right so yeah, that shit was dope. So we've had better sex broken up than together? I think so. I mean, a lot of it had to do with, you know, some things that we've talked about. But when we had we had good sex when we were together, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would get off and we would try new things, you know, eating ass and all that type of stuff. We would try all that. But it wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't. I don't want to say it wasn't spontaneous because you can never just plan to eat ass. But it was like, it was just different. Let's clarify whose ass is getting eaten. I mean, we was both eating ass. <laughs> what <do> you mean? <laughs> I mean, we, you need to explain and let people know that your ass was also being eaten. Yeah. 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 How do you like that? It was a weird feeling. Um, I mean, you know, it's not something wasn't something I was used to. It was just different. It was just like, okay, it feels good. But there was a lot of mental play going on there. Like, it feels good, but is it supposed to feel good like this? Like, am I supposed to be making these noises while I'm getting my ass ate? You know what I'm saying? But it was it was cool. And plus, a position you had me in that was not... You don't just throw somebody's legs over your shoulders like that. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, that was... I don't feel like I should ever be looking at my legs in the air. Um, so yeah, I don't think nothing was wrong with it. It was just weird for me. Like, so when I eat you out, right, mm-hmm. that is the vision that I have that you have. Like, when if we were changing perspectives, like when I eat you out and your legs are in your air, that's the vision that you have, right? So, or when I eat you out, when you lay on your back, or when I eat your booty, when you lay on your back, that's the perspective that you have. So, for me, like, I was just like, yeah, it was just different for me. I was like, why do I see my feet? It's so weird. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. Do you want your ass eating now? Like in the future, do you still want it? Like the girls that you're with now? It's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I can 
it's not something that I would say like this is a deal breaker. Like you know, eat my ass. We just can't be together. Oh no, it's just more so like, hey, if you into it, that's cool. If you not, that's cool too. What about anal? Isn't that important to you? Because we, you know, how I feel about anal. Yeah, which is tragic. Um, I mean, why? Okay, first off, let me explain to you guys. I have never done anal, and I never really want to. However, if in the future my husband comes along and he's like, hey, I want to stick my dick in your butt. Okay, you're my husband, yes. For a boyfriend, no. So for me, it's the husband hole. That's some bullshit. It had, no. One, uh, let's let's break some stuff down here, okay? Okay. So you saying it's the husband hole, and I get that. You know, when we talked about it, it wasn't just because like, oh, I don't think I would like anal, and I don't want to do anal, blah, 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 blah. It was just like... I need something that is special for my husband to have like right i mean the other hole is not a virgin but my right. booty hole is a virgin and hole. i get that i thought i was like you know what that's admirable i get it but um you saying that you don't want to do it brings to another another uh piece of of, of question like you saying you don't want to do it for somebody who's as open as you're as you are and you saying you don't want to do something but you're willing to try something to my recollection, at least once to figure out if you like it or if you don't like it, mm-hmm. right? So for you to say that you don't want to do anal and you never done it, it's counter. It's, it's it's counter to what you present yourself to be to me, right? The the swinging, the, the threesomes, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But you won't try anal. Like, what if you try anal and it is the greatest thing since sliced bread? I'm talking about the bee's knees, Well, then right? me and my husband will have anal sex. But I'm just saying, often. what if you don't get married until you like 40? That is like 20 years of anal sex that you have missed out on because you don't like anal. Or you don't think you like anal. You don't even know. All I know is it's not fun. How do you know? The preparation... It's not any preparation. It Okay. I had my last guest, who was the guy that I picked. He didn't eat anything all day. He had to do it. All his extra things. Oh, y'all niggas taking that shit serious. Well, I mean, yes. Listen, I've done it anyway after somebody had chili dogs, okay? That um, is fucking disgusting. <laughs> but the thing is, though, right? So I say I have to say, right? You get this mental image of somebody who had chili dogs and just like, ugh, that's disgusting. I get what you're saying, but there was nothing there. Nothing happened. Now, I've had some bad anal experiences. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't because motherfucker ate chili dogs and didn't have it in them before that. Like, it was just, I don't know, it was just bad timing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really have to to prepare for it like that. I've done it where it was just like, it wasn't even, it wasn't planned. Like, hey, you know what? We're going to do anal. It was just kind of like, you know, some people put some things in some places and we were just going from there. Like, yeah, it, no. I'm just all I'm saying is you don't have to. I Look, what I'll say is, is your husband or whoever you decide to do anal with will appreciate that. OK, whatever. will appreciate that. But sometimes it ain't necessary. You know, sometimes the booty clean. You can just go right on in there. Mm-hmm. Do you do animals and all stuff before somebody eats your booty? No. You don't think somebody cares about their tongue more than they care about their penis? Um. Well, only I'm saying this only because you know my hygiene is top notch, top of the line, cream of the crop. So that's not something I'm worried about. I'm but just, having a tongue, a tip of a tongue going in a booty hole versus a whole penis going all the way into my colon, that's completely different. Mm, okay. I'm just saying, and plus you can have a buddy do all that stuff after you peg, like before you peg him. It's a plastic penis. You gonna wash it anyway? Okay, but I don't want I don't want the visual of any remnants, anything on my bright pink ass dildo. Like it'd be very noticeable, you and you will be able dildo. to smell it. I don't really. I I think. I mean, I I like I said, I I get where you coming from. You know what I'm saying? Making sure all that stuff is clean and. And trying to do your best not to get any poop on your, your your pink dildo, but I mean that's the one thing about sex. Is sometimes the best sex, whether it's you pegging somebody or the sweat or anal, whatever the case may be, 
know what I'm saying, it's spontaneous. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of sex takes its own form, right? There's sometimes sex goes into making love, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it goes into regular sex and sometimes it's fucking, right? And hopefully everybody knows the difference between all of those, right? Where it's just fucking, it's just like nasty. Like, look, we just trying to, we need to get off. Like it's, we, we in here and we like goats, you know what I'm saying? Nasty stuff, right? But it's spontaneous. You can't just be in there just like, on Tuesday at nine o'clock, we're gonna fuck. We're not gonna have sex or make love. We're gonna fuck. It just kind of molds itself into that. And the same thing with making love. You don't just come in and just be like, "Oh, we're gonna make love tonight." No, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? So for you to say that you want this man or you want to go ahead and do an enema and do a vegan diet a week before you decide to try anal, <laughs> like. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure your husband would appreciate it, but okay, you know, my wife is down with that, and she's supporting my decision to put my penis in her butt, um, and she wants to make sure everything goes well. He would be very appreciative, but imagine this, right? If y'all just fucking, and you know your husband wants to, to do anal, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you take you take it from the back, right? You take his dick out, and you put it right there. Right on the booty hole. Like, you don't put it in. You just, like, put the tip of his dick right on your booty hole. Right? And you let... That's basically, like, letting him know, like, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to try it. Sometimes that's 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 cool, too. That's the way it's surprising one. You don't just be like, hey, I got a surprise for you. Tonight, we doing anal. Mm. Maybe y'all just be fucking and you like, you know what? Next time we fuck, you keep it to yourself. Next time we fuck, we gonna do anal. Right? You take his dick out. You put it right there on the booty hole. He was like, for me? The booty for me? Oh, is that what happened when you did anal with the girl you cheated on me with? She just put your dick on her booty hole and you put it in? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it was a conversation that we had. Like, we talked about it. She said she was down with it. But it was like, you know what, next time we're doing anal. It was just like, it just went that route. Her husband was really pissed about that because he told me she didn't let him do it. That's tough. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> That's tough. Okay. Well, the universe works the way I hope it works. My husband won't be even interested in doing anal, and I won't have to ever worry about it. Got you. Let me tell you something about the universe. The universe is fucked up. You've seen the Chris Rock special. Sometimes what goes around don't come back around. Sometimes that motherfucker just keep going around. Like, that's the universe for your ass. <laughs> like I said, in a perfect world, which I know we don't live in, but I just won't have to worry about doing anal. But what it. if you like it, though? Like, what if you, like I said, you say you don't want to worry about it, but what if as soon as you stick his dick in, you just be like, you just be coming everywhere. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, folk, like I've done it before, right? And most of the people say the same thing. Like it hurts for a second, and then it just feels amazing. Like that that long maze in there that you say the same thing. Amazing, right? So maybe he feels the same way. Like especially with you being an anal virgin. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'll probably hurt initially, especially depending on you know the endowment of the gentleman that you end up doing that with. Um, but most people say the same thing. Like they don't say that it hurts the whole time unless you know somebody doesn't know what they're doing it's like it hurts initially and then it as you relax and you do it more it's fine you can't do it too much then you have a problem yeah i mean if i end up liking it then i think you will it is what it is i mean based on a lot of stuff you told me like that you've done and that we've done that should be right up your alley no pun intended yeah no if i like it i like it but I'll have to wait until, you know, I'm married to figure that out. Fair enough. What's some of the worst sex we had? Shit, the first couple times. I think we already talked about that. (laughs) I agree. It was, um, so I don't think the first time was the worst, um, but there was like a couple of times, I want to say like the second, third, maybe the fourth time was kind of bad. And a lot of it just had to do with, one, I wasn't having sex before I met you like that, you know what I'm saying? So to go from not having sex, I remember we had that conversation, like I don't want no good pussy, it, it changes your life, it changes who you are as a person, I don't need that right now. Actually, no, I remember this very vividly. You text me <laughs> and it's like, eh, what the fuck did you call it, nanny? 
Nanny. He was like, I don't want no good nanny. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, you got a kid I don't know about? Like, what? He was like, it's nanny p- equal pussy. Poonanny. But you didn't say poonanny. You only said nanny. That's what we call it in our circle is nanny or poon. Well, I was confused. And you were just like, I don't want none of that good shit to change your life. Well, and I mean, my pussy's good. I think you have... And it really depends on the sex, too, to be honest. Like, sometimes if you like, not into it, it's okay. If you're really into it, yeah, it's, like, really good pussy. And you know the difference. Like, if you're really horny or if it... Well, yeah, it mainly has to do with your horniness. And a lot has to do with the person that is doing whatever, whether it's doing the stuff you like or whether we just kind of, like, just get into it. Mm-hmm. It's a difference, if that makes sense. So it ranges. There's a range. Okay. Well, I mean, out of those first couple of times, you would have thought I had the holy grail of pussy because you would come literally in seconds. I wouldn't say seconds. No, seconds. I wouldn't say seconds. That's a bit of of, uh, of an exaggeration. Less than 30. No, it ain't. Yes. Uh-uh. Two, three strokes max. You tripping. You tripping. What? You were there, sir. The I sex was there. Was horrible. It wasn't horrible. It was inadequate. Uh, I will agree but I'm not saying, first off, two or three strokes, that's laughable. I remember one time, like, riding you, right? We was making out a little bit, and I put it in. And I probably hopped. I mean, hopped. What word am I looking for? Uh, bounced. I probably bounced maybe a good four times. And then you was just like, wait. And I was like, what? And you was just like, just don't move. And I think I, just, like, didn't move for... I don't know, 30 seconds or so. And then I bounced one time, like I started, and then you was just like, oh, Did I tell oh, you this? Did I tell mm. you to start? And I was this, like, are you serious right now? They're simple following directions, all right? If I told you don't move, damn it, don't move. Now, but, I don't know, like, look, I agree. Look, what I'm saying, I don't think it was two or three seconds. I don't think it was like less than 30 seconds or any of that shit. I think that's a serious embellishment. What I will agree and I will say is that it wasn't to the point where it was satisfactory at all. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. Um, Like I said, I think that's a serious embellishment. No. In any case, um, yeah, I don't know. But I just had to get used to a new environment. I'm like, you know, I don't have that where some guys can just go into some pussy and just be be fine automatically like I got to get used to that shit and as I got used to it the sex got better and it really didn't have I won't say it got better it got longer you know what I'm saying the better came from us having the conversations about what we liked and shit like that but yeah mm-hmm. as I got used to your your sex and all that shit just got longer mm. are you having better sex now that we are broken up with other people mm. for me or for them they like it it's cool I'm not interviewing them. I'm interviewing you. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, sex is sex. And I've always had that that perspective. Like, it's it's just sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I don't really know how to explain it. It's, it's not that big a deal. Oh, well, you know, sex is real big for me. I do know that. Like, for me, it's, it's a nut. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't enjoy sex until, you know, I get ready to come because it's like the sperm got little hands and they be reaching up as they, they come out and it's like, oh, that feels good. Outside of that, what gets me off is getting the person off. You know what I'm saying? So sex is cool. Mm. And then we were having unprotected sex for so long. Now that I'm having sex with these other people, like I'm using protection and it's just like I really can't feel anything. So it just goes on and on. And like I said, a lot of times I don't even bust a nut anymore. It's just, I mean, I'm tired, man. I don't really care to bust a nut like that. You got yours and I'm sleepy. And that's that. And that's that. What's the freakiest thing you've ever done? I don't know. I know for me, you know, my threesome that I have with two guys was, I won't say it was the freakiest thing I've ever done, but definitely the most memorable. It was. I kind of yeah. figured that was going to uh, be yours. It was. I mean, I wanted to have one of those with you, but you were so insecure and too busy worried about. No, 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 no. It's not about the insecurity piece. It's about one. I 
played football, right? So like game bangs and stuff like that and running trains on females, that was unfortunately the norm of the culture of being an athlete, right? You hear about guys like, oh yeah, we ran a train on so-and-so last night or we game banged so-and-so last night. And it was just a normal, like every other week somebody else was having this conversation, right? But the conversation surrounding it was like degrading the woman, right? It wasn't like, a, oh, I'm the centerpiece and these guys are paying all the attention to me and yada, yada, yada. It was just like, she's this, she's that, she's a hoe, she's a slut, right? So that's where I took that from. So that's why when you approach me with that, like, hey, this is my fantasy, I would like to experience that with you, so forth and so on. I know the locker room conversation that we used to have surrounding that type of stuff, and I didn't want to see you be put in that type of light. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that in the times that I've done things like that, it was it wasn't of wow, we're really making this girl feel good. It was high five, we are gang banging this chick, like you know what I'm saying? Like we we doing all this. And I didn't want to see you in that light. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to see you some guy like we having sex with you or whatever, and he goes home like telling his homeboys, like, yeah, I just smashed this chick with his I just smashed this dude's girl and you know, like she was sucking my dick and blah blah, blah while he was hitting it from the back and like, man, fuck her, blah, blah blah. That wasn't my thought process. That's not how I wanted to see you viewed. So that's why I wasn't down with it. You know what I'm saying? It was more so, and that's why when we had the conversation, why I would ask other people, like, hey, would you let your girl do this? Would you be involved in something like this? And most of the time, people were like, no. Well, okay. We went to a sex club yeah. where you were with a man and his wife. Yeah. Do you think about that woman the way you just described those girls from being on the football team or whatever? No, I didn't. But the difference is, is I was a different person. Like we were having this conversation, what, two, three years ago when we initially had that conversation. People can change a lot in two or three years. You know what I'm saying? And I told you when we were at this club that I forced myself into situations just to like, you know, be open to new things and like, you know, see how this feels. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. You know, as a matter of fact, if you don't like it, you can stop in the middle of it and walk out. Because um, it takes two to tango. You ain't got to have three. So... Like, it really wasn't anything to, I really didn't have anything to lose. And no, I didn't think it were like that. It was just kind of, I mean, it was different. You know, I definitely had a thought process. It wasn't like, oh, she's a hoe or anything like that. It was just like, this man is really letting me smash his wife. But I saw a different type of, of love. It was, it was weird. It was like, you love her so much that she likes me or she wants me to have sex with her. So you're cool with that because you love her that much. You want her to be that happy that you would sacrifice that type of deal for her. Oh, okay, that's cool. Could you do that now? Probably. I mean, one of the biggest things we would go to the sex club would be, and we talked about this, like, if I see you getting plowed by another dude, how am I going to feel about that, right? And that's one of the things I wanted to put myself through when we went to the sex club. And it might not make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but it was just like, how am I know? how will I know how I'm going to feel about this stuff if I never experience it? So we talked about like what happened when you were smashing other people, how I felt about it. And I mean, could I? Yeah. What I want to, it ain't like on the top of my list. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to watch my, my lady get smashed. That's what's up. No, I mean, if it happens, it happens. It comes about, at least I know I can handle it. Before it was like, I don't know if I can handle that stuff. The gang banging. Mm-hmm. Like you, you being with somebody else, like my, my sniffing out of being with somebody else, I could probably be in an open relationship. Gang banging? Haven't done that yet. Don't know how I feel. Mm, I don't want to gang bang. I, I think at most three men. That's called a gang bang. That's a foursome. That's it. No, 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 no. Just because you can say foursome or threesome or fivesome, that's a gang bang. No, I think. Listen to me. I watch a lot of Pornhub. I watch a lot of. And do you know gangbang? When you put in gangbang, it ain't always like six or seven people. Sometimes it's only three. That's just the hashtag they used to make the search results pop up. Whatever you say. Whatever makes you feel better, all you need is three for a gangbang. Because look, it's the difference between, and it's it's the whole societal standards things, right? Is that so a threesome, when you think of a threesome, you think of a guy and two girls, right? When you think of a gangbang, right? I guarantee if you put in threesome on your phone or whatever, 
media that you use or medium that you use to get to porn, you put in a threesome, you'll see two women and a guy, mm-hmm. right? You put in a gangbang, you will see at least two guys and one girl. Three how people them? are not a gang. How, how, how come? That's just not a gang. Is it? So, I feel like a gang has to be like five people. That's like a gang of people. Let me tell you something about numbers, and this is going to kind of like go past sex a little bit. Um, three, right? Three is the beginning of something. You look at a lot of things, and three is the beginning, right? You look at, um, it's a lot of stuff I can go into, like as far as like fraternities and yada, 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 stuff like that. But three is the beginning of a lot of things, and seven is completion, right? But the reason why three is the beginning of a game, like for instance, in my fraternity and chapters, most of the time you have to have three members to be considered a chapter. Why? Because three is the beginning of something. So for you to say that five people are the gangbang, no, 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 no. You just need three to start the gangbang. Okay? That's the gangbang. <laughs> That's the start of the gangbang. It's three people. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm just it. saying, and like the mental images I would have, like when you say like, hey, I want you and me and another guy to be involved in a sexual activity. I would just be thinking about some of them gangbangs get nasty. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like doing all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the DP and the... Well, that wouldn't be a part of it. But I'm just saying, like, I know that because you have the husband holding all that BS. And yes, I use the quotation marks for people who can't see. But, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like DP and you saying you want three guys. So what does that mean? My mental imagery would be like, okay, somebody's hitting it. She got a dick in her mouth and she's jacking somebody off, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a lot. Or that's going somebody on. could be fucking me, and then like the and I could be like laying down, and like I could be sucking a dick, and then another dude could be like over my chest, like fucking my titties. Yeah, that's too much for me. That uh, sounds amazing, actually. Okay, well you go ahead and you get that, sweetheart. Okay, but for <laughs> me, <laughs> for me, that's just a lot that's going on. I'm not sure if I'd be comfortable with that. Because, like I said, coming from the culture that I came from with sports and all that stuff, like I remember the conversations that people have in high school. I remember the conversations people have in college. And yeah, it might be messed up, but that's how they felt. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was all, it was, it was, man, it was messed up. But, but, nope. but then you didn't want to have a threesome with me because I wanted to have a threesome with a man. And then I said, we can have a threesome with a woman. As long as I get to have a threesome with a man, then you was like, nope, ain't nobody fucking nobody, but you cheating on me the whole time anyway. Wasn't cheating on you the whole time when we had that conversation. Uh, yes, I cheated, but initially when we had that conversation, I told you I talked to my uncle. And my uncle, he's like down with the shit, right? So, and I told him like, hey, here's what happened. And I remember he, I've never seen my uncle talk to me like that. He always talked to me because I was always the, the athlete of the family, right? And he's always talking to me about going to college and staying in my books and yada, yada, yada. But I've never seen him be this happy when I told him this. He was like, so what? Uh, so, right? <laughs> this, that's what happened? Um, son, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. So how, how do you feel? I was like, you know, she says she want to do the same thing. Like, she want to have sex with other people. How do you feel about that? I was like, you know, I mean, if I don't know if I'm comfortable with it. Like, I haven't been in that situation. Huh? He was like, Let me tell you something, son. It's good for the goose. It's good for the gander. And I was just like, he was like, if she going to do it, or if you going to do it, she got to be able to do it, too, if you want your relationship to work. And I was like, okay. So me not knowing whether I'd be comfortable with it and not wanting to risk our relationship at that time to be like okay she can go and have sex with other people because you didn't want to just have sex with other people you wanted to have sex and having you watch you have sex it wasn't just a oh we're in an open relationship i date i have sex you know out of sight out of mind type stuff it was like no i want you to be there and i want you to you know be involved and i want to look at you while he's fucking me like and i was there's levels to this shit you was like on the fourth stair and I'm on the first like okay maybe we can do this but you wanted to take it here and I wasn't comfortable with it and I didn't want to risk like me seeing something like that and just be like nope I'm good and he'd be sitting here just like damn I ain't know like why ain't you say something so I decided to no probably should have we could probably could have worked up to that maybe did I teach you anything yeah um so me being me and you know a lot of people like can kind of i guess they beat around the bush with it or they like kind of hit 
edit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a very freaky, like, sexual person. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Scorpio. Most people either love Scorpios or hate them, so I get it. There's not really a lot of in-between. Um, but it takes a lot to understand Scorpio. My cousin told you when she first met you. That nigga's a lot to deal with, so I commend you, basically. Um, but I, I think that's a Scorpio thing. Anywho, what did mm-hmm. you teach me? Um, to be to be who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would hide, like, my freakiness, and, you know, like, you would see glimpses of it here and there. But now it's just take me as I am. If I'm too freaky for you, you can take your ass home. If we match, cool. But it is what it is. Hmm. Is it something that you like now that you didn't like before we were together? I mean, you were on that level with me. What I mean by that is you were down for the get down. Like anywhere, anytime, as long as it made sense, I'm pretty sure we would have fucked. Car, parking lot, park, wherever. Like if the mood struck, you was with it. You know what I'm saying? That shit was cool. You know what I'm saying? You take you take things that uh you don't realize for granted. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like you was you was down for the get down. Like if it was the mood struck you, like we was gonna fuck, something was gonna happen. Everybody ain't like that. You just be wanting it all the time with the women that you with now and they just not with the shit. I wouldn't say wanting it all the time, just like and I don't know whether it's it's because, you know, we're not on that level yet. Like you and I took it took, you know, what? We dated as far as like us being in a relationship and dating, what, a total of two and a half, three years? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it took a long time for us to get to that point where it was just like we were on the same level sexually. And what I mean by same level, same wavelength. And, you know, what you liked, what I liked, you know, when to do certain things, how to do certain things. And your turn-ons, your turn-offs. And sometimes your turn-ons were turn-offs if you did that shit at the wrong time. Everything had to be like a certain way, certain, certain pressure, certain like, you know, certain things that you like. Um, so maybe it's because they haven't gotten there with me yet, but like, yeah, like when we like had everything rolling, it was just like, you know, everything was cool as far as sex and all that type of stuff. The women I date now is just more so, I think they want to be, cause what I get is, is I understand I'm a four to you, but I'm fine as fuck to everybody else. Okay. I mean, I don't know why. It'd be like that sometimes. I don't care. I told you, I might not be everybody's cup of tea. I'm most people shot of Hennessy. Anywho. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I say I, I say that because a lot of people tell me I'm attractive. Um, but I think when I initially started dating these women, I keep it real, and we're like, you know, why are you why are you still single? Uh, why are you still dating? So forth and so on. It's because I'm like, you know, a lot of people just want dick. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women start off with this whole, like, hey, I want to get to know you. And it sounds funny because it sounds like what a lot of women say. It's like guys just want sex. Uh, women just want sex, too. Like, I have plenty of women that just want to fuck. Um, so I think they try to hide, like, their desires because they don't want to come off as, like, everybody else. You know what I'm saying? When everybody asks that same question, like, why are you single? Like, why aren't you dating? Why aren't you? Why are you still on the market? People always come to me about sex, either first date or second date, right? So people want to play the slow role. And it always evolves into, like, I want to fuck. I want to have sex with you and so forth and so on. Um, but they don't want to be perceived as those other women I'm talking about, if that makes sense. So maybe they'll get there. Maybe they won't. It's like you, sex is sex. I mean, that was one of the things you told me, like, when, and I failed to, like, really understand that. Like, sex for you can be like, like, most niggas play video games. You have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like how niggas got my player on 2K. Like, like it's a hobby. Like, it's just a physical activity for you. And I never really understood that. That you can have sex. I remember you told me, like, you had sex with somebody you, like, did not like. Like, as a person. Not like the physical attraction. I don't even know if the, the guy was attractive or not. Like, you just didn't like him. And I never understood that. And it took me a long time to realize, like, sex is just sex. is a physical activity. Like, running on a treadmill. Like, you know, you don't pick one treadmill over another treadmill. Like, you have two same exact treadmills. It's just a treadmill. Like, you're just running on it. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like, to me, that's how you use sex. Like, sex is just another activity that you take part in. Um, so, yeah, you don't have that emotional attachment until you, like, get into a relationship with somebody or until you actually like somebody. For you, like, you know, you got your rotation. I mean, a rotation is always good to have. As a single person, if that's what you want, it's good to have. If you say so. I think a rotation is... It depends on how you look at it. Some people have a rotation because people fill different roles, right? So you got your man. I'm pretty sure that you got different levels of these hoes, right? I don't know how many you got, but you got your, your mans who like to be pegged, right? Every nigga ain't going to do no shit like that. So, yeah, you got to have a nigga on the team like that. You know, you got to have a Dennis Rodman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying, though, like, look at the Bulls, right? You got Jordan. You got Pippen. You got... Um, Dennis Rodman, you got Luke Longley, you got Steve Kerr, you got all these people, right? Jordan's an all-star, Pippen's an all-star, but you got to have these people to surround them with that fills certain roles. Dennis Rodman was the junkyard dog. He would he would get dirty, die for balls, get the rebounds, do the stuff that nobody else wanted to do. That type of deal. So your rotation is probably something similar. You got a nigga that's gonna get paid. That's your Dennis Rodman because niggas ain't gonna do that shit. You got you got your all star. Oh, you got somebody who's probably like, you know what? I really like this guy, but I don't know if he's that guy yet. You got somebody else that's probably second in the wings. Like, you know what? I like him too. He's cool, right? You got somebody who's like, uh, you know what? He can just fuck. And you got somebody who probably eats your pussy real good. And you probably got somebody who just gives you some bomb ass dates and the sex is okay. Like, that's probably, I might be, I don't know if I'm stretching it too far as far as the rotation. I don't know if I got it too small, but there's probably, I'm probably sure I hit the nail on the head for some of these niggas. Like, nigga that's in the front. Like, you know what? I can see this going somewhere. Another nigga like, well, if he fucks up, I got option B. Like, if Jordan retired, <laughs> Pippen gonna take us to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the truth. Every female, like, why well, don't say every female? Any female that has like some type of rotation, some type of, of of like circle of guys that they talk to, has somebody who's just like the starter. You know what I'm saying? Every team I got agree. a Kobe. No, I agree with you. It's just funny. So, who's in your rotation? What what roles do they fill? They fill certain roles, but it doesn't have to really do with sex. It's more so, I got somebody I chill with it. I like hanging out with. You know, she's funny. Um, like, we have a good time. Like, we can sit around and do nothing to have a good time. Like, we laugh, joke, talk about bullshit, talk about sports. You know, I got that. I got somebody who gives me advice. Talks about, like, my ex and my relationships and where I'm going as a man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and trying to better myself as a human being. Um, and we also have sex. Um, I got somebody who's, you know, I'm in a motorcycle club, Right. Somebody who's into the bike life and talks to me about like, hey, these are the type of moves you need to make as as being in a motorcycle club. Keep yourself safe and and you need to go here. You need to go there. Stay away from this person. Go to that person. Right. She feels that role. And I like to bowl. She likes to bowl. We can bowl. Right. We have certain there's certain aspects that all these people feel that I guess I don't get out of each one. And like, yeah, and we have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, so sex for me isn't the, the biggest piece. It's just more so, I guess, I won't, I'm, I'm going to say like it's emotional, but it's other pieces that they bring to the table besides sex. Because like I said, for me, sex is sex. But the time you spend with that person is, to me, more valuable than the sex. It don't sound like any of those are starters. That's why I'm single. You know? I mean, if the Pistons won a championship with a role player, like, wasn't nobody a star on the team. Yeah, you had a Chauncey Billups and a Rip Hamilton, but uh, well, none of them like Jordan or Iverson or nothing like that. No, they all had their role and they won a championship. Yeah, everybody can't be all stars, homie. Sometimes you gotta, you can win a team with some solid. You can win a you can win a championship with some solid ass players. But what we talking about is not a team activity. Relationship normally is two people. So like in the, what you just said, like for me. So one of the guys in my rotation could be, you know, a guy I really like a lot. And I'm trying to really see if he's going to be the next one. Well, one, I just gave you like a generalization of women's rotations and I just kind of put it on you. So, yeah, you got to have somebody that you can take serious, but you're single. So I'm going to do single shit. So, yeah, you're going to have somebody that is just able to like, OK, this 
he's good for now. A bookmark, as I call it, right? You know what I'm saying? You can go back to it when you want to, but you know you're going back to it, so that's why you bookmark it. You know what I'm saying? But when it's it's done, you can you can discard it. So that's kind of how like women's rotations go. And like I said, I just know you well enough to know what yours will probably look like. Um, for 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 me, I just don't. When somebody comes into play, like I wouldn't. So you got your Jordan, you got your Pippen, and all that stuff right in your rotation. Like, okay, I got somebody who could be the next. You know what I'm saying? But I also got some people I like having fun with. Me, like when I find somebody that's worth it, I probably just just go, y'all bitch can beat it. <laughs> the rest of y'all can beat it. I'ma focus on this. And if it don't work out, I just shit. I did it once, I can do it again. I build my shit right back up. Build the roster back up. Yeah, man. You can't be the bulls all the time. Sometimes you gotta take a step back, suck for a little bit, and put your team back up. I mean shit, when we broke up, I ain't had nobody. Nothing like that. I mean, yeah, I had the the woman I cheated on you with, but see how that ended up. How did it end up? Why don't you let people know? She went back to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she went back to her husband and yeah pretty much it i think it was the best thing now like when i look back on that whole situation that was just like fun for her you know what i'm saying i was the young guy who's in shape and running stuff at work and so it was just fun you know what i'm saying but you know what what you got at stake and you ain't gonna lead up i can't fault her for it okay well i would like to thank you for joining me today yeah no doubt it's pretty cool um, if I must say so myself, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, this is a good conversation. Uh, we had some good sex when we were together, and even when we were not together. I think that uh, I influence you more than you care to admit, and my pussy is amazing. It's not just cool, but it's your opinion. I'm gonna say I'm gonna let you end your show on a high note. So if that's how you want it, <laughs> if that's how you want to laugh, your your viewers view it like, hey, your pussy is amazing. You know what? Confidence is key. Confidence is half the battle. You know what I'm saying? If you think your pussy whack, then it is going to be whack. If it's amazing, it can be okay or it can be amazing. Uh, but yeah. It is amazing. And it tastes good. Go. It tastes very good. I'll give you that. Um, you want to taste it now? Yeah. I mean, I mean, no. That's on air. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, end your show on the high note. I get it. I feel you. Okay. Well, thanks guys so much for listening to another episode of Intercourse Interviews. And I'll see you next time. Bye.